Let's get nuts. Let's do it! What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Tuesday, January 25th. How's everybody doing out there? Thank you for clicking in, as per usual. Uh, let's talk more Batman. We're just going to be talking about Batman all the way till March 4th, I think. You know, I have no problems with that. Hopefully you don't have problems with that. All right, everybody. filing in. filing in. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you join. We'll do a members-only stream, of course. It's Tuesday. We'll do a members-only stream right after this. Post-show stream, so we'll do that. Notification bell, all that. Got the Patreon right there. We'll be doing a Patreon stream this weekend as well. And, uh... And then, of course, we have uh, the the Film Junkie Closet down below. All down below. So who's out there, huh? Talk to me. Bring on all of these. Yes, I know. So many. We're not even at the press tour yet. So we're not even at the press tour. That's what I love. I love that. So Peter Parker is here. Yeah. Yeah, he also read it. Yes. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. What's up, motherfucker? We got Top 10 Den right here. Niner fan. Mm, yeah, it's going to be an interesting weekend for you. Yes, all right. We got Mr. Jose Taco Tuesday. Uh, you're going to make my stomach already rumble right now. Yeah, what's going on, Tyler? Alexandria. You're doing an OS review of... Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'll think about that. Mm, yes, exactly. We're going to talk some Rebel Moon today. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. What's going on, Mr. Fear Jason? Music man. I'm doing pretty good. Not too shabby. I actually uh, didn't have daytime work today. So it's been a pretty chill day, we'll say. It's going pretty good there, JD. It's going Luke. Good to see ya. Good to see ya. Uh, Patents of the Batman franchise is probably the one uh, which I've seen every film. I think I've always went to the cinema open weekend, as he should. And as we will, too. Oops. As we will, too, when, um, when the Batman comes out. So... Definitely will. Nuts! Let's get nuts there, Rosemary. That's right. How you doing, Rosemary? All right. I lost my place. Ah, this stupid thing. Uh, we got Gator Girl right here. <laughs> if you want me to get kicked off YouTube, you know, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Good evening. Good evening. Yes, Dave's whole article. Uh, <laughs> it's not that long of an article this time. Shut up. Shut up. And then, of course, Meg. She's just mean. She's just mean. Just so mean. Yeah, that's right. You can still hit the dislike button, but, you know, only I see it, and only I cry when I see it. So, But she's a, uh, you know, 13-month member right there. Look at you. You get a prize. I don't know what that is yet. Um, I mean, I, I can give it. No, I think that's what you actually put in. <laughs> I think you actually gave that to me. You know, my chapstick. There you go. You want that. Um, so, how's it going? Yep, look at all that stuff. Let's see, hello, darling, how you doing? What's going on, Hank Dizzy? Hit that like, thumbs up, like he said. Like he said, all right, we got Eric here. Once again, people are forgetting Gun and Snyder be buddies. Yeah, always love getting the notification. Well, I appreciate it there, Mr. Kevin. Thank you, sir, for joining in. Yo, what's going on, legend? <clears throat> I know. I forgot that you, because I've always had this like hanging up right here, and I remember this Fight Club keychain, and I was like, "Oh, you want to fight? Oh, wait, you you put that in a box one time, in our little uh, uh, Funko Pop exchange program, 
which we haven't done in a while. I actually haven't bought a Funko Pop in a long time. I did get a couple Funko Pops for Christmas, but I kind of been lagging on my Funko Pop. What's going on, Scotty? How you doing? All right. Good to see you. Good to see all of you. Hopefully you guys had great days and uh, want to talk a little bit more about the Batman. We'll talk about Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. And then we'll talk about, um, is my mic too loud? I thought it was like a little too loud. Maybe I should, is it? Is it too loud? I mean, I could turn it down. It looks like it's going into the red a little bit here. Turn it down just a, just a scotch. I don't want it to, you know, I don't want to deafen anybody's ears here. So, uh, did you already show uh, poll results? I did not. I have not shown poll results yet, so I will be doing that. You know, that's what I'm going to be trying to do a little bit more often is uh, running some polls on on YouTube just to see where, you know, where everybody's at and everything like that. So we'll get to that in a little bit because I asked you guys, and if you haven't seen it yet, it's on your YouTube feed. I asked if you guys were down immediately, were you okay with the casting of Robert Pattinson as Batman? Were you down from the beginning and I put four selections saying, yep, or you needed the test footage or the first trailer you were, or you're still not all about it. So we'll check all that out. Uh, of course, we've got Mr. Darren there too. So do I have a favorite football movie? Um, I mean, when it comes to football, um, I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite one, a full-on favorite one. I'm trying to think. Um, it's funny too. You go, well, what would be? I mean, the replacements are good. Uh, is good. Any given Sunday, both the longest yards are good. I thought. Um, so I don't know. And then there's Little Giants, which that holds a special place in my heart. Uh, you know, just uh, just off the top of my head, those are some of my favorites right there. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't beat any given Sunday. I mean, it's Oliver Stone. It's Al Pacino. Come on, giving that speech. The program, the program's good. You got Waterboy. There you go. Airbud Golden Retriever. Really, Jose? Well, that's, you know, whatever. I don't think I even saw any of those movies, those Airbud-type movies. <laughs> golden Receiver, I should say, not Golden Retriever. But uh, that's pretty funny right there. Yeah, I forgot about the program, man. Yeah, that was a good flick. That was a good flick right there. You got Rudy, which is always a classic, classic uh, football movie as well. So, yeah, there's plenty out there. Uh, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown's a football movie? Um, I don't remember that being a football movie. Is it a football movie? I thought it was a Tarantino kind of uh, black exploitation, whatever the heck they call that. Yeah. Are you talking about that one? Friday Night Lights. Remember the Titans, also a good one too. So, yeah, there's plenty of good ones out there. I just don't know which one would be actually my favorite. I don't know. They're all pretty damn good, I will say. Wrong film. I was about yeah, I was about to say. I was like Jackie Brown. That that's a that's a Tarantino flick right there. What's going on, Miss Stephanie? Good to see ya. Good to see ya. Good to see ya. All right, and we oh we got Rhea here too. Hello. Always good to see everybody. All right, let's go ahead and get this party started. Let's get this show started. We'll go through the tweets and see what's happening in the Twitter world. Try to keep it, you know, I know it's been a little, uh, well, it's never. It's always a shit show. <laughs> Let's face it. It's always a shit show, but I'm trying my best to stay out of the uh, the shit show portion of Twitter. But here we go. All right. So starting from the bottom right here. Of course, I posted the little sketch that I had yesterday, an opening show about my uh, emotional stages of watching the Batman funeral clip scene. 
Um, and speaking of the Batman right here, we got new arrivals. Uh-oh, we're starting to get that merchandise. So we got that Batman merchandise. I look at this shirt up here with the um, the half like um, skull face right there. I am looking at that going, ooh, that's pretty cool. You know, but yeah, we got, of course, the Batman is showing up right here up front. This one looks pretty cool right here. I don't know. Sometimes I don't like T-shirts that have too much going going on right there. So, you know, I, sometimes when, like, there's too much happening, I, I, I'm i a simple man with simple T-shirts sometimes, you know. But uh, it was Matthew uh, Lillard's birthday uh, yesterday, so happy late birthday to him. And yes, guys, after uh, yesterday's stream, I got a limited ad restriction and a copyright on my uh, on the stream last night. And I was like, what the fuck? I mean, the copyright, it's not a copyright strike. It's just a copyright, you know, where I just I can uh, just put in a little like rebuttal or whatever the fuck, which, of course, was because we showed the funeral scene. And then, of course, the uh, the TV spot. But the limited ad restriction, I was like, what? What happened there? Was it because I unzipped my pants at the beginning? Huh? Was that it? Did YouTube not like me unzipping my pants or was it something else? Was it? I don't know. But the uh, the limited ad restriction is off now. They reviewed that and that's fine. So now I'm just waiting for the copyright to be cleared. So we'll see what happens uh, with that. So, you know, it just it happens. It happens. But the limited ad thing, that's been a while since I've gotten a limited ad restriction. I'm just wondering what kind of triggered it. I think it was just uh, me unzipping my pants. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was that. So. Um, and then um, on February 12th, there's a campaign for a release of Schumacher Cut. And there's a little video right here from RT Schumacher Cut that they're going to be doing. So, uh, you know, obviously it's another campaign. It's a movie that should be coming out because this would cost less than even the fucking Ayer Cut. I mean, you might as well just do it. Obviously, Mr. Goldsman, he's talked about how he's heard that there's going to be something, you know, about that possibly. I don't know. But I want to see that Schumacher cut of Batman Forever, please. I love this image right here, you know. Just uh, the Trinity enjoying some um, enjoying some burgers on some, you know, on some gargoyles right there. Just wholesome. Got to love it. And I love this uh, from um, E. Lelusion Stacy. Right here, she made this right here that said uh, Amazing Spider-Man 3, which, of course, shows the symbiote taking over Andrew Garfield. See, I love the big eyes. That's what I like about Andrew Garfield's uh, and uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 costume. I like the big eyes. I do. I I'm a fan of the big eyes. Uh, that's why I think that's why his costume's uh, the best right there. And yes, Boba Fett, that was a fucking awesome shot right there. I went like, all right, that's the shot. That's the shot right there that looked really good in that last episode. Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which we'll be talking about in a little bit. And then Mr. Fear Jason right here. And we are out there, of course, in the live chat. He was uh, watching some Justice League Doom. And then he decided to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I made some uh, some uh, DCEU art when it comes to this. <laughs> Look at how awesome that is. Now, I, I believe you've posted this before, right, Jason? I think you have. But it's just like, you know, late at night, you just like when you see that, it's like, oh, man, that's so freaking cool right there. Or I, I think I thought you've actually done that. Or maybe you just whipped it up. You whipped it up real quick. But that's just a cool little uh, DCEU. Oh, it's not yours. Oh, I thought you did it. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I, I think I have seen it on the timeline or something like that, but it's just freaking cool. So whoever made this, you know, whoever's the uh, the artiste that, that put this together, good job. Good job. That is really cool right there. Yeah, it's got the, uh, it's got everybody right there. Love it. Really cool. Really cool. 
Uh, of course, we'll be talking about that kind of stuff. I thought this poster was, I thought this Fangoria thing was cool right here. Horror is no longer the monsters under your bed. It's the monsters inside your head. That's right. Beautiful, uh, yeah, right here. And we just got a couple. It's true. Like, uh, modern day horror movies are now, you know, they're just like, uh, crazy fuckery that's happening with your head. And I love this poster right here. I would love to have this poster right here. Really cool stuff. Really cool stuff. So, got that. Yes, flash news. We can hear this gif. So beautiful. Everybody can hear exactly what's going on right there. Hmm. Delicious. So that was it's pretty much me right there. Pretty much me right there. You can listen to uh, the past vodka stream and all the streaming services. Hey, so we have um, the rack. Dwayne Johnson says he's adapting a video game into a new film, but can't yet say what it is. So he says it right here. We're going to bring one of the biggest, most badass games to the screen. One that I've played for years. I'm really excited to bring it to the fans around the world. So what do we all think this is, huh? What do we all think? I mean, I made the joke. Oh, yeah, we're finally going to see a live action Pong. Ha! I don't know if anybody remembers, but I remember PlayStation actually had a version of Pong. It was like Extreme Pong or Fun Pong or something like that. I just remember playing it. It was a lot of fun, actually. You know, it was like, it was just like crazy. It wasn't just like your normal stuff, but there was like, you know, it was all crazy little locations and setups and anything like that, but it's cool. What do you guys, what do you guys think? You think it's Among Us? More Warcraft? Yeah, I mean, that first movie was great, but I mean, this sounds to me like it's somebody new. Hi, mom. You're out there. I'm feeling junkies here. Um, I I think a lot of people are really thinking it's God of War, right? God of War. Uh, COD. I don't know what COD is. Oh, Call of Duty. I was like, what's COD? Never heard of COD. But, of course, you know, you guys have to be lazy. You can't even just type it out. Jeez. Um, it could be Call of Duty. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but uh, can we retire? I know, right? Uh, well, you know, I mean, <sighs> remember when Doom came out? <laughs> I mean, Doom, to be fair, Doom is not all bad. Doom is not all bad. I think I even watched it a couple, few months ago. It was on TV. Or something like that. I don't know. I just uh, Doom's not all bad. I mean, especially when they do uh, at that part at the end where they actually do the first-person shooter type thing like that. I thought Doom was actually okay. Um, he made a lame Doom movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, well, he didn't make it. This that was before like he had. That was before The Rock had mojo. I mean, he had a little bit of mojo. He was building up that mojo. Basically, when The Rock had hair, he didn't have the mojo that he had now. And he had hair in that movie. So now, now that he's just like this big, huge, you know, brand, I guess you could say. He, now he's all, now he's got the pull of like doing something right there. So, you know, uh, you know, it had, it, it had, what's his name and uh, what's her name? I can't even Roseman Pike was in that. And, um. What's uh what's the dude's name? It's in the boys. I can't even remember his name right now. Um, Mr. Um, what's his what's his nuts? Yeah, but you know it wasn't all bad. But I'm just kind of curious to see what I mean. It, it sounds to me if it's gonna be one of the biggest most badass games on screen, it's got to be what you guys are probably saying, right? God of War or or Call of Duty, probably. I don't know. Now he's just a boulder. <laughs> yeah, now he's a boulder. Yeah, he's no longer the Rock. He's a fucking boulder. I like it. Carl Urban, thank you. I always draw my man drawing a blank, man. And speaking of video game movies, right here, we got a new poster. Woo! Right? Everybody's excited for Uncharted. Uh, anybody? Crickets? Maybe? I don't know. Not a bad poster. 
I will say that it's not a bad poster. It's really not that bad of a poster. Uh, you know, it's better than it's better than a poster where everybody's just crammed up like the middle right there as like, you know, the traditional template for a movie poster. It's actually not a bad poster. I will say that. Oh, yeah. Could be Fortnite. You never know. Um, but yeah, so, you know, it's not a bad poster. I mean, I don't know if the movie's going to be all that great, but, you know, it's it's whatever. You know, they're really emphasizing uh, Tom Holland's ass right there. If you, if you can see that, you know, that just wanted to show that ass. Right. Anyways, <laughs> let's it's already getting weird. We're only like, uh, you know, only 20 minutes into this thing. We're already getting weird. This is pretty cool right here. Um, I, this is one of those movies that if it's on Sci-Fi Channel or something like that, I enjoy it. I actually enjoyed this movie when it came out. Remember Soldier with uh, a buffed up Kurt, Kurt Russell right here? Yeah. Um, this movie right here is actually uh, pretty cool. It's not, it's, you know, it's it's 90s B-roll type movie right here. But, uh, you know, Wyatt, his son Wyatt actually played the young version of him right there, which that's pretty cool. A little bit of trivia right there. I like it. But, uh, yeah, if you haven't watched Soldier, you know, and you like those kind of 90s, uh, you like those 90s sci-fi movies, B-roll, it's pretty good. Uh-oh, look who it is, guys. Commissioner Gordon reporting for duty. That's right. Mr. J.K. Simmons has uh, made it to the set. He's made it to the set of Batgirl, and apparently he's going to be starting to uh, film some scenes. So it looks like he's got his Commissioner Gordon mustache right there, so that's cool. I'm kind of curious. I'm like, I'm wondering how much he's going to be in the movie. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm expecting him to be in it pretty significantly, right? He's got to be in it significantly. And, you know, the whole, the whole, the biggest question is, is like, how is Michael Keaton, uh, Bruce Wayne, Batman, whatever the hell, in this world when he's older? But then at the same time, we kind of made, we kind of made, we did, we did talk about that on the vodka stream on Friday. Uh, Michael Keaton's aged pretty well. I mean, let's face it. He doesn't look like he's 70 years old. I mean, I know everybody keeps on dwelling on that, but you look at him, look at his recent movie. What was that? The, the Prestige or no, what was it called? The Protégé or whatever the fuck with uh, Maggie Q. You look at that movie. Does that look like a man who was pushing 70? No, didn't look like he was pushing 70. So I'm also curious if Michael Keaton, what his age is when it comes to comes to him coming back like 60 year old 55 like what are they gonna like say he is you know that's what i'm curious about too but crazy multiverse stuff who knows what's going to be happening with all that but there you go so yeah mr uh, jk simmons commissioner gordon is reporting to the set of batgirl so i'm wondering if we're going to actually see anything uh, you know because obviously like what we've been seeing when it comes to the batgirl set right now she's you know Obviously, we have her in costume. She's doing some crazy stuff. Uh, some fire. Firefly has been happening. So I'm wondering when the cops actually show up on the scene when stuff's like happening. We're going to see Commissioner Gordon now showing up when it comes to all this. So I don't know. People acting like Keaton is Ben's age. Uh, yeah, he's not 100. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So uh, so he'll be her dad. Yes. Yes. J.K. Simmons. The, the J.K. Simmons Commissioner Gordon is returning to uh, play Commissioner Gordon, yes, and he will be, her, in fact, her dad right there. So, and before people start saying it, yes, I'm sure, yeah, the mom, yes, just like I am a mixed uh, uh, a mutt, so is she. It can happen, don't worry. <laughs> Good Lord. I know some people are like, that doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. Relax. It's okay. It's going to be okay. I've got a new movie right here. 
Um, Steve Carell, look at this cast right here. That's going to be joining Ryan, uh, uh, John Krasinski's If. Remember, Ryan Reynolds is um, going to be starring a movie that's going to be directed by Krasinski called If. And, um, yeah, we're going to get some more people right here. Louis Gossett Jr. When was the last time you heard that name? The story is based on an original idea of Krasinski's about a child's journey to rediscover their imagination. Sounds fun. So, liking that. Liking that. And we got a new shot right here with uh, Zoe and uh, and Pattinson. Uh, Mr. Pattinson, Mrs. Kravitz. Too sexy. Too sexy. That's right. That's right. How does his hair... I mean, he just gets out of bed and his hair is just like, yeah, that's fine. You know? That's just the way it is. But, yeah. It's a new interview. I mean, this was... Uh, yeah, there, I'm not going to... We're not going to talk about that, that interview. We're just going to talk about the Matt Reeves interview tonight. So, but... Too sexy. Too sexy, right? And this is a pretty cool uh, art right here of the three Spider-Men about to uh, jump off that scaffolding right there, which was just such an awesome scene. Such a great scene right there. Four-hour cut. I mean, yeah, we all know that it's just an assembly cut. Sure. We, we, we of course, knew that this, there was going to be a long, longer version of this. But I think, uh, you know, according to this interview we're going to be going through, we're going to be... Uh, I think uh, Matt Reeves is pretty happy with where he's at right now. And look at this. Uh-oh, Halloween ends. Old dog, new tricks. So Jamie Lee Curtis is back in her Lori gear right here. Uh, I mean, I did not like Halloween kills. So hopefully Halloween ends will be better because I definitely was not a fan of Halloween kills. It just didn't. I was just, that movie just frustrated the absolute shit out of me. So um hopefully the next one will be good i'll still go see it i don't know what else they could do apparently there's going to be like a little bit of a time jump so yeah let's just hope that she actually does more because in the first halloween of her coming back she did a lot the second one she was just all wounded in the hospital and didn't even leave the hospital it was just like evil dies tonight evil dies tonight shut the fuck up it was really annoying very annoying anthony daniels what do we think here Anthony Daniels back at it. He's over there, uh, Lucasfilm. He's over there at Lucasfilm doing some mocap work for uh, C-3PO again. So what are we thinking here? Uh, we all know what it's for. It's for Obi-Wan. It's for Kenobi. He's doing some work for Kenobi. Absolutely. There's no way that he's not doing work for Kenobi. So that's got to be cool, though. He does, you know, I mean, doesn't have to get into um, not getting into the whole C-3PO getup right there. Just do, just do mocap. That's what you could do now. Just do mocap with all the lights on it like that. So, yeah, we know that's that's definitely going to be for Ken- Kenobi right there. There's no way that it's not. Um, anyways, yeah, that's right. I don't think it's for Mondo. I think it's for Kenobi. It's got to be for Kenobi. I mean, it just makes sense that it would be for Kenobi, right? That's what I think. Oh, remember this when this happened? Uh, at Comic-Con? Right? Remember when this happened? You heard that laugh? Oh, good times. Everybody cheered for the Suicide Squad trailer. Good times. I'm just going to hurt you. Really, really bad. And we have still yet to see that movie. <laughs> we saw a version. Sure, but man, we need some. We need that version. 
You need that version. This is a cool concept poster for uh, Cobra Kai Season 5. Really cool. Uh, you better believe that Mr. Barnes is coming back. I don't even know who that is right there, to be honest. Um, oh, and then maybe that's one of the dudes, one of the um, one of the, the the dudes that was with him. That could be it. But yeah, this is pretty cool right there. Old friends, new enemies. Gotta love it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, guys. What can it be? Can it be Peacemaker blasts into the list of most in-demand new shows? Wait a minute. I thought nobody was talking about this. What the hell? What's going on? But yes, according to this right here, uh-oh. It says right here, Boba Fett is number one. Of course, Yellow Jackets is number two. And then they lead when it comes to all new shows. In this weekly data series powered by Parrot Analytics, we uh, look at the top new TV shows. And yes, HBO Max's Peacemaker jumped into the raking as the third most in-demand new series with 31.7 times the average series demand. The show dropped its first three episodes on, on HBO Max on January 13th. The series, of course, starring John Cena as the first TV show to extend the universe, blah, blah, blah. Uh, last summer's big hit. Well, I mean, it was, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it was a, a big streaming hit. Not necessarily the box office, but, you know, everybody always complain, Everybody always goes back and forth and argues about that. Uh, HBO Max seems to be trying to replicate the success of Disney Plus has had with uh, expanding the Marvel Cinematic Universal um, Universal. I love that to uh, originals on the streaming platform. You know, what's funny when you actually see that list, which I think you have to like pay to like look at the rest of it. When you actually see when you actually see that list, there's like only one. I think there's like just the is uh, I think there's only one Netflix show on there, which is kind of funny. I mean. When it comes to original content, but, you know, it's just kind of fun. It's funny. It's kind of funny. So, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it might have bombed so hard, but apparently it did well enough on HBO Max. So you got to look at that, too. I know, Mattia, you're you have this bias against this portion of the DCU, but you can't you can't even uh, you can't ignore that the that the show's a hit and people are actually enjoying it. That's just the way it is. I get it, you know, but um, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see what I... It's definitely going to probably get a season two, which uh, I'm sure there's already a story that's been cooked up about it and everything. So, but, yep, Peacemaker's doing pretty well. Doing pretty well out there. So, I guess get used to seeing this uh, this freaking helmet and that fucking uh, chin right there and jawline. So, anyways. Hey, look, this is funny. <laughs> that's a funny. That's a funny image right there. It's a funny image right there. I'm sorry. That just that made me crack up. If you guys aren't following the Johnny Lawrence uh, um, account right here, it's it's pretty it's it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny right here. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, it's ridiculous. Uh, that made me laugh though. Oh, the growth! Look at that. The anger, the anger, and then at the end, that's what we got. Yes, the smirks. We got the anger eyes and the smirks right there. You handsome devils, you freaking handsome devils, I tell you. Ah, and then this is funny right here, too, because, you know, it's it's funny because I saw I saw some people, you know, going like, see what they're fucking doing, Warner Brothers. This is uh, obviously when you get a drink, if you buy a drink at the movie theater, they put a little, you know, on the, I think it's on the cap or whatever, or you get this with the drink, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, 
the uh, the Battinson one looks like a scared little child with his shoulders up and everything like that. And I saw some people like, see what they're doing? I'm like, yeah, but you remember they also did that to Batfleck. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just never good when they do stuff like this. It's all cheap plastic and everything. I mean, look at those fucking eyes, man. So, <laughs> I mean, it's never good. It's never good. It's never good when they do that stuff. Now, you know, the popcorn buckets and bags and shit like that, that looks pretty cool when it comes to all that, but... Yeah, it's like it's just funny because I saw so few, you know, people who are hating on the Batman started shitting on this. And I'm like, well, they did the same thing to Batfleck. Shut up. God damn. Anyways. And then, of course, you know, speaking of Kurt Cobain, this is a uh, young Kurt Cobain right here. That's right. Dressed up as Batman. This is a uh, young little Kurt Cobain right here, man. Little did uh, little did um, maybe, you know, his parents or whoever took the picture. Little did I know he was going to change music for uh, forever in the 90s right to bring that grunge in so that's pretty cool right there you know you know especially since matt reeves because i'm saying like you know keeps talking about kurt cobain i would see this movie you think you know the whole story false ryan gosling as shroot <laughs> that's really good right there i love it you gotta love that stuff and then stuff like this Jabba said uh you can have an extra hour in the ball pit <laughs> remember ball pits do they still have ball pits i remember how gross ball pits used to be and I remember they were like, uh, now we got to get rid of ball pits because they are fucking disgusting. You know how many kids like fall, fall in that, throw up in that, piss in that? Ugh. It's really just, uh, it's really pretty gross. But hey, they built up our immune system, so that's what's good. Hey, look at this, guys. The, uh, the National uh, or the North American uh, Film Critics Association said thank you to me for posting, for sharing this to my audience. So there you go, guys. When I talked about Zack Snyder's Justice League getting another win by uh, getting best streaming, one of, in the top five best streaming from the North American Film Critics um, Association right here, they, uh, they sent me a tweet and said thank you. So there you go. Pretty cool stuff right there. Uh, Mr. Clay Stab, Stab Stab. I guess he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be making another image right here for uh, his versions of like uh, the drawings for Snyderverse drawings right there. So that's pretty cool. I guess he's uh, preparing for that. So good stuff right there. We're looking forward to more of his uh, drawings so that we have a ball pit in the in the dungeon. <laughs> Creepy. No. All right. Let's talk about the first topic. Don't worry. This is a shorter interview. <laughs> I'm not gonna, you know. And I'm you know I made some bullet points this time. I know the last time I did uh you know when we talked about an interview when it came that was a big interview because it was like the entire cast. It was Matt Reeves, it was Pattinson, Kravitz, right? It was uh the producer. Um, it was Colin Farrell. I mean, there was so much in that. There's so much to go over when it came to that. So, but this interview, not so much. This is from Esquire. It's just Matt Reeves, and it's uh, it's fairly short. It's fairly short compared to the other one, which was like three fucking pages. This is just one page. This is all we're doing right there. So I won't bore you guys this time by reading through another interview. But I like some of the things that he has to say. You know, obviously there's going to be a lot of repeating of what Matt Reeves actually is going to be saying about the Batman. I mean, how much can you really talk about without giving away too much? But, uh, you know, it's just I'm covering this fucking movie like crazy, you know, I'm because obviously I'm excited for it just like you guys are. So here's the uh, here's the article right here. Esquire director Matt Reeves says the Batman is inspired by 1970s cinema, which we already heard about heard heard about all that 1980s comic books and Nirvana. I always forget that Matt Reeves is 55 years old, man. 
I mean, him and Snyder are practically the same age. Um, I just forget that he's, he just seems like he's younger. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because he, he's only had a, you know, he's had a handful of films, you know, I mean, he's been doing, he did have a film called the pallbearer that starred David Schwimmer and Gwyneth Paltrow, which I remember seeing a little bit of back in the nineties, but that was like his first actual feature debut, you know, and you know, we kind of forget about that one because then, you know, after that came Cloverfield, let me in in the, the, the apes movies. And, uh, you know, so we kind of just went, well, you know, we'll forget about that one at least. Um, yeah, apparently he's terrified. <laughs> he's terrified. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure you put your heart and soul into a character that is bigger than Coca-Cola yeah, you 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 did. You, you're definitely terrified to see the reception of the movie. Definitely terrified. So he's terrified right now. So he says, you know, the the journey to to the screen with the new Batman has been a long, grueling one. Almost a decade ago, Ben Affleck was cast as a Cape Crusader. Can you believe that? It's almost. We're like what eight years ago? No, it's nine years ago, right? Was it 2013 that Ben was cast? Jeez, crazy, crazy. So yeah. Uh, a Batman movie, and then of course uh, this is what where we start talking about the uh, the connected universe right here. So some people, of course, you know, it seems like everybody just wants everything connected, connected, connected. Even though we don't want what they're doing over at Marvel. So can we do something a little bit different? Uh, no, everybody wants everything connected. Everything wants to be canon, canon, canon. How many times are we hearing canon lately? Jesus Christ, my fucking move, my goddamn cameras. A damn cannon. Uh, they put calling the Matt Reeves and right here it says Ben Affleck had been working on a ver- version of the script. Reeves says, and I said, here's the thing. I respect that the DC universe has become an extended universe and all the movies were kind of connected. But another Batman film, it shouldn't have to carry the weight of connecting the characters from all those other versions. I didn't want them in there. So I mean, right from the get go, I'm kind of wondering. Like, I mean, obviously we talked about how Ben was just he was out. After the debacle that happened on Justice League, he was done. He was he was like, fuck this shit. Uh, I know there was like somebody was passing around a whole Reddit thing where they said like, you know, Jeff Johns like went over his head about certain things. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Some of the, I, some of that just even talking to people is was false when it came to certain things. They said that the rumor or the, the Reddit post again is from fucking Reddit said that, oh, yeah, he wanted to bring in Bruce Tim and blah, blah. And I'm like, no, that's not true. But. Maybe some of the Jeff John stuff is. I mean, you never know with that guy. Um, so, yeah. So, ben, so basically, that's just, uh, I think Reeves just came with like, you know what? I can't, I'm not going to, I don't want to make a movie that where I have to worry about an extended universe. I want to build my own universe. And, if, you know, Ben was on his way out. So, I mean, that's just the way it is. So, it says right here, Reeves' next issue was, sure, you could reboot Batman. It's been done a dozen times. And then he goes, you know, talks about we've seen it so many times. It's been done too much. I knew we couldn't do that. He said he set about a ton of reading and was uh, blown away by the comic Batman Year One, the 1987 four issue run by Frank Miller and artiste um, David Mazzucelli. Mazzucelli, uh, you know me, I butcher last names, uh, that showed a young and um, in turmoil Bruce Wayne figured out how to be the vigilante. Um, yeah, so he basically just was talking about all that. And then, of course, other influences when it comes to Reeves included new Hollywood classics from 1970s, the French Connect, which we already heard about. Also, Kurt Cobain. So this is where all the Kurt Cobain stuff is uh, coming in right here. It says early on, which we've already heard about, but 
you know. I actually wanted to read the lyrics from the uh, the song "Something in the Way" because very simple song, it really is. But it's just you. It's a mood. It's a fucking mood, and you can understand why Matt Reeves was listening to it a lot while he was writing the movie, and how he. That's why he's talking about um, his Batman being, you know, just having, you know just thinking about Kurt Cobain and his Batman. It says, early on I was writing, I started listening to Nirvana and there was something about uh, something in the way, which is in the first trailer, which is a part of the voice of that character. When I considered how do you do Bruce Wayne in the way that hasn't been done before, I started thinking, what if some tragedy happened? Wayne parents, of course. And this guy becomes so reclusive, we don't know what he's doing. Is this guy some kind of wayward, reckless drug addict? And the truth is, is that he is kind of a drug addict. His drug is his addiction to uh, to this drive for revenge. He's like a Batman Kurt Cobain. So, I mean, if you read the lyrics, I mean, obviously we can hear like uh, some of the song right here. You know, a little bit, which you see in it, which I probably should. Yeah. Um, so we got the, of course, uh, whoops, that's fun. Um, so we got. You've heard that song. It's a very simple song. If you try to play that on the acoustic guitar, um, yeah, you could. It's it's very easy to play. I mean, when you listen to Nirvana songs, they're very they're pretty simple songs. But it's just the way that Kurt Cobain ar- arranged them and everything like that. It's just, uh, man, I tell you. I mean, it's just that's why he's just one of the greatest. He changed it up. But they're pretty simple songs. I mean, even like when you when you listen to the uh, the words like right here. I mean, and obviously, if you guys have heard the rumor, there's like the apparently Kurt Cobain actually did live underneath a bridge. And the bridge was uh, in North Aberdeen. It was the North Aberdeen Bridge in Aberdeen, Washington. So, I mean, apparently that happened. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's simply it's just underneath the bridge. Tarp has sprung a leak and the animals I've trapped have all become my pets. And I'm living off of grass and the drippings from my ceiling. Um, and then it says it's okay to eat fish because they don't have any feelings. So random right there. It's okay to eat fish. They don't have no feelings. And then it's just something in the way. And then it repeats again. Simple song, but dark mood. It's a mood, man. And, you know, talk about being reclusive. We saw the funeral clip yesterday where Bruce literally didn't want to talk to anybody. His focus was the kid. His focus was the kid. That's what it was. His focus was the kid. So, yeah. And see, early on, yeah. So that's pretty cool right there. And then, of course, um, he talks about the Riddler and uh, based on the Zodiac Killer. We've heard about that. And then, of course, he talks about it, you know, more of the inspiration just here. Of course, the idea to fit the year one story was to make him a, a younger actor. And in the process of writing the movie, I watched the fantastic 2017 uh, Savdi, uh, Savdi, Savdi Brothers film, Good Time. And I thought, OK, he's got an inner kind of rage that connects with his character and, uh, and a dangerousness. And I can feel his, this desperation. And I became a dead set on, on it being Rob. And had no idea if Rob had any interest because, of course, he had done all these indie movies after he established himself in Twilight. So obviously he's talking about after seeing Good Time, he was like, you know what? This is what um, this is who I want to go with. And he said he'd heard that we were doing this and got excited about the idea that there was going to be another version of the character. And so when I met him and uh, he read the script, we talked for a long, long time. And I realized this guy is a massive fan. And uh, also, when it comes to Robert Pattinson, in another interview, he talks about how he loves Mask of the Phantasm. 
Good job, Rob. Way to drop that one. Thank you. Because obviously, I mean, when it comes to Batman, when it comes to ranking Batman movies, that one's at the top. I don't care that it's animation. I know some people get all weird about that, but fucking A. That one's in the top. Mask of the Phantasm is absolutely fantastic. I can't wait till uh, on Batman the Phantomated stream when we get to a certain point. Uh, I think after season one, maybe, um, of what we're doing, we're discussing all the episodes. We're going to do a nice little hefty episode when we uh, discuss Batman Mask of the Phantasm. So that'd be pretty cool. And then, of course, it talks about they talk about the uh, the Val Kimmer old bat suit that he had to do it in. Warner Brothers was like, look, we're not going to make anything for somebody for a screen test. You know, so they have to use all the old shit, you know, just all that stuff. Warner Brothers, they weren't going to make a new costume for like somebody who's doing a screen test. Makes sense. And he said, look, we've done this every single one. Christian Bale came in and he had to put uh, on one of the original suits. It's not going to be uh, it's it's not going to say uh, it fitted well. I love it. It's fitted well, but it fitted the the best. If it was a sort of old and it was sort of old and he uh, as he started acting, the, <laughs> he started heating up the cowl and the cowl started to sag on his face. I really want to see the screen test. I don't know if anybody. Yeah, I want to see the screen test. I love seeing screen tests. Let's I hope they release the screen test of Robert Pattinson in the Val Kilmer bat suit. You could be uh, you could see him thinking, how am I going to act in this suit? But putting on the bat suit is also transformative and you start to feel the power of having that armor. So that's good. Yep, Batman trailer for 24 hours. Pattinson's Batman is wearing eyeliner, and then of course, yeah, they talk about he talks about the eyeliner right here too, which is good. You can't wear a cowl and not wear that. All of the Batman wear that. Um, I've just loved the idea of taking off the mask, and under and under that, there's a uh, there's a sweating and dripping, and the whole theatrically of uh, theatricality of becoming this character. And mind you. A character that I've done, Mr. Casual Batman. Yes, it's exactly what happens. I mean, I think like when when I think they still when when Robert Pattinson takes off the cowl, his uh, his eye makeup is still pretty uh pretty. It's you see a little bit drippy and stuff like that. But man, I tell you what, when I've put on that fucking that Batman mask and done like a casual Batman thing, Jesus Christ, that thing. I mean, it's like it's it's just yeah, it's a process. I feel for you ladies trying to take off eye makeup. I tell you. I do. I do. All right. And then we talk about this. And then he talks about Robert Pattinson again. There has um, there has been no actor, of course, who doesn't get the backlash. He talks about that. The people who are excited. I knew it was um, because they knew Rob's work post-Twilight. The people who weren't excited, I knew it was because they didn't know Rob's work post-Twilight. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's why when we see Sparkly Batman, people talk about him. They've not seen, they, they don't see other movies. That's the thing. I mean, some of these people who are just constantly like digging into that, they don't watch any other movies. They watch just certain movies. They all, they just see him as, the, as Edward from Twilight. That's all they do, you know. Uh, but, you know, what can he do? Everybody's dumb. Right. And then Wayne Manor is depicted as falling uh, to bits. He doesn't care about any of the trappings of being a millionaire. Wayne at this point, um, and I've talked about this, too, which I love the fact that we haven't we're, we're going to see his Bruce Wayne become a Bruce Wayne, the Bruce Wayne that, you know, that we're that we're going to eventually get to. He's not that Bruce Wayne. He saw that fucking clip again. He so just doesn't want to talk to anybody. He's not responsive. All he's doing is just listening and he's just looking at that kid and make sure the kid is safe. So 
The new Batcave is based on a secret underground railway that still exists in New York. The idea being that some of, uh, some of these wealthy industrialist families had private train cars at the turn of the century. So the Batcave is actually in the foundation of this tower. It was another way of saying, how can we root all these things in things that feel real? but also extraordinary. So I love that. Real, but extraordinary. And then, of course, the new Batmobile. The Nolan films established the Batmobile as a tank, which was a brilliant idea. But I thought, wouldn't it be cool if this guy uh, if this guy is a loner and a gearhead and fashioning these things by himself, taking parts of other cars and kit cars? So it's recognizable as a car this time, but it's like a muscle car, one that he's made himself. So daunting task, exciting, blah, blah, blah. I'm very okay. So then, of course, he talks about how he's very proud of the movie. I felt it was the best version of the story that uh, we could possibly do to justify another Batman movie. You always have to uh, have a reason. And from the beginning, that was the mission for me. Sequels and Gotham City based spinoffs are being planned. It's safe to assume they will remain Aquaman free, (laughs) at least for now. It will obviously have a lot to do with how people receive the film, but a lot of things are in the works. So basically talking about all of that. And uh, yeah, talks about more of the, uh, the films and everything and comic books and everything like that. So get more excited. We're getting close. We're getting close. We'll soon, uh, what, next week after next week, we'll be a month away. Um, that's, uh, that's pretty good. I mean, you don't have to listen to me if you don't want to. Uh, uh, yeah, so, you know, I think we're all pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. I know he's excited. He's nervous. And uh, we'll all be there. We'll all be there. If it weren't for Batflick, we wouldn't have gotten this interpretation. Yeah. Uh, possibly. I don't know. I mean, there's a possibility. Uh, that shit, I forgot I was going to time it. <laughs> it's going to time it. It wasn't that long this time. Jeez. I told you it was a shorter one. Come on. Almost a month away. Almost a month away. So... I'm excited for it. So, anyways, let's go on to the next stop. Let's talk about some Rebel Moon right here. All right. So, this was released today from uh, what's on Netflix. And let's see. Here we go. All right. Zack Snyder's Netflix movie, Rebel Moon, What We Know So Far, production on Zack Sindyers. Sindyers. Typo. What the heck? Well, maybe they, they corrected it. Hold on. Let me refresh the page. Nope. Still says Sin Dyers. God. I don't know why. Uh, it's, it's got a common last name, but man, so many people misspell it. So many, yeah, so many people uh, misspell it right there. So yeah, somebody needs to, uh, but it's okay. Um, new movie, Rebel Moon, is underway. Here's uh, your rundown, everything we need to know. Uh, all that. Zack Snyder will direct and co-write the film and will... Reunite with many of his colleagues from the past projects. The script, of course, we all know that. Stone Quarry made production. And let's go. And then we all know that. So what's the plot? Story synopsis. Yes, we know this. Hollywood Reporter. It's revealed as a heavily inspired Star Wars. Uh, he used this pitch that he had. The story is set in motion when a peaceful colony on the edge of the galaxy is threatened by armies of a tyrannical uh, regent uh, named Balisarius, Balisarius, yeah. Desperate, the colonists dispatch a young woman with a mysterious past to seek out warriors from neighboring planets to help them make a stand. 
Uh, yeah, so we all know that. We saw that. So who's casting Rebel Moon? Of course, we know Sophie Batella is. But then we got these characters right here. Which one is she playing? Is she playing Noble? Sounds like it. Maybe? No. Sadisco? No. It's going to be Balisarius? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see who she's actually going to be playing. But yeah, we got some characters right here. Charismatic, imposing, commanding, and brutal at the point of being sadistic. We got Gunnar. Gunnar, I guess you could, that's how you can pronounce it. Handsome, physically fit, serious, earnest, dependable. There you go. Um, I don't know. Give that to Ray Fisher. Um, Belisarius, Belisarius, a ferocious, cunning warrior. So, so there you go. There's some character descriptions right there, apparently. Um, not too much. And then, of course, I, this is why I'm trying to get it. This is uh, it's going to be shooting up at Lone Pine, um, California, which is, like I said, four hours away from me in Inyo, California. That's right. Going back to the Star Wars Death Valley National Park. So good stuff right there. Um, so those are some character descriptions. And then um, there's actually one more character description from uh, a certain somebody out there who actually got the, uh, I guess, you know, he got he got a little something right here. Um, and I'm going to read uh, what he had to say right here. So so basically, Mr. Garza, uh, let's see, where did he uh, post that? I thought he did post it. I thought he posted another character description. No, where am I not seeing it? Okay, is that how it ends? Or did he just remove it? I, I, apparently, I, thought he, I think he removed it. So I guess uh, I guess he did remove the tweet. I don't see it. Garza, if you're out there, did you remove your tweet? Apparently. Yeah, because I think Garza like threw out another character description that had to do with some kind of creature um so yeah maybe not i don't know if you guys saw the tweet but looks like he uh looks like he might have he might have removed it so i don't know i was gonna read it off but i guess i won't now <laughs> maybe it's supposed to be hush hush who knows but just saying one character is very handsome and wears glasses exactly so that's what i'm gonna i'm gonna go for that i'm gonna go for that guy but I can, you know, I can put on like, you know, I can get some contact lenses if I needed to, too, you know. You can see my pretty brown eyes. Be casting Rebel Moon. I'm pretty sweet. But yeah, you know, fingers crossed. See if I can get a set visit at least. And then, you know, if they have some kind of stormtrooper type characters, hey, I'll get shot. I don't care. Stand in the background holding a, a weapon. It's fine by me. I'm down for it. Launch me over like something, like on one of those little ramp things. I'll, I'll do my own stunts. So, Zach, I'll do my own stunts. Just, you know, just just pay me in food. That's all you got to do. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi uh, commented on Spider-Man No Way Home. So it's kind of cool. And also he talks about Doctor Strange, too, obviously, that he's working on right now. All right. So I got to, jeez. So many friends, you just click on anything, it's like a fucking ad. Sam Raimi explains his Spider-Man No Way Home feelings, reveals whether Doctor Strange 2 is finished filming. So we got it all right here, an exclusive, exclusive interview. He says it was so much fun. I love No Way Home, and the audience I was with went crazy. It was delightful to watch Alfred play his role in Willem Dafoe, just seeing these guys take it to the next level. And Toby was awesome, as always. The best word I could say is it was refreshing for me. So that's good. That's good. Superhero Film shows, of course, bouting all them. Uh, Undeniable, Peter Parker, all that stuff. Spider-Man, yeah. Oh, man. In terms of uh, Raimi's next directorial project, the sequel to Doctor Strange, the filmmaker wasn't as willing to reveal details. He did share an uncertainty 
uh, if the filming, if the, if the film was done filming, responding to reports that uh, the Benedict Cumberbatch starring sequel face significant reshoots back in November. I wish I knew the answer to that question, he says. I think we're done, but we but we just cut everything. We're just starting to test the picture, and we'll find out if there's anything that's got to be picked up. If something's unclear or another improvement I can make in the short amount of time left, I'll do it. One thing I know about the Marvel team is they won't stop. They'll keep pushing it until it's as close to being great as it could. So there you go. And then he talks about Marvel's been a great team to work with. I think that was a uh, was not surprising surprise. I've been super uh, supported by the whole Marvel operation, starting at the top with Kevin Feige and working all the way down to the crews that they uh, work that they work with. Super professional and have supported me in every step of the way. So, yeah, I mean, he had to say that because you got, you got Kevin Feige, you know, with an itchy trigger finger, and he started to feel that little tingle, that little tingle on the back of his uh, on the back of his neck right there. So he had to say all that good stuff. He he really wanted to say like, help me, help me. Look at the bags under my eyes. I have black all like I just I'm tired. I'm tired. I I shot a movie. They didn't like it. No. I don't know. He wouldn't say that. Uh, but you got to believe. I just have a feeling that Tobey Maguire is going to be in it. Anybody else? We talked about that yesterday a little bit. I would not be surprised Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man shows up in it. I think that's going to happen, to be honest. I think that's going to be happening. A nice, it'll be a nice little Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire reunion. I think that what uh, might be the case. I just, I, I haven't read anything or anything. I'm just, this is just me just kind of talking about it. So me that's just me anyways guys let me know you know let me know your thoughts about it like do you think toby's gonna actually be there i think he's gonna be there i think he's gonna show up and it's gonna be batshit crazy it's gonna be cool all right so now we have um peter dinklage okay so he's not too happy he's not too happy with disney and snow white this is an interesting one um it's an interesting story because basically this is what was happening today Peter Dinklage blasts Disney, Snow White remake, a fucking backward story about dwarves. So obviously we're going to get that, uh, <laughs> we're going to get that, um, that live action Snow White. Um, and basically this is what, on the What the F- uh, WTF podcast with Mark Marin. Uh, he says, Snow White, due to uh, the fairy tale's fucking backwards depiction of dwarves. There's a lot of hypocrisy going on. Literally no offense to anyone, but I was a little taken aback when they were very proud to cast a Latina actress as Snow White, but you're still telling the story of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Take a step back and look at what you're doing there. It makes no sense to me. He continued by saying you're progressive in one way, but then you're still making the fucking backward story about Seven Dwarfs living in a cave together. What the fuck are you doing, man? Have I done nothing to advance the cause from my soapbox? I guess I'm not loud enough. I don't know which studio that is, but they were so proud of it. All love and respect to the actress and all the people who thought they were doing the right thing. But I'm just like, what are you doing? And then, um, yeah, so then that happened. So I'm just kind of like, okay, well, obviously Disney responded, and uh, I'll talk i'll talk about that in a little bit here but it's just kind of funny because it's like all right so i mean the story is snow white and seven doors but now we live in 2022 so basically i guess looking at the dwarves as that it's just i guess it's just you know you can't be progressive enough i guess you could say um i'm just kind of wondering like 
um, when the story was always going to be that, and there were always like these guys, I don't know. It's just kind of a, to me, I mean, I don't have a, I don't have a dog in the fight right here when it comes to this. So I'm like, all right, if that, to him and that community, then sure. And then it was kind of funny because when Disney actually responded to this, they said they, they, they talked to the dwarf community or something like that. They actually said that. I'm like, all right, did you actually like reach out? There's a, all right. Um, and they said that, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do the seven dwarfs. So now the seven dwarfs are just going to be seven mystical characters. So what's kind of interesting about that, I'm wondering if they were in the casting process to cast, you know, little people as these seven dwarfs. And now what? They're just not going to do that. Now they're just going to get people in mocap costumes. So now those people are going to be out of jobs. I'm just kind of wondering when it came to this whole thing and Disney was just like quick to respond, like, nope, nope, we're not doing dwarfs. Mystical creatures now. We're good. We're good, right? Okay. You're not going to can't, you know, we're, we're good. It's just kind of interesting to me. I don't know. Uh, Corey Olson, Tolkien professor, was talking about the title reveal. Oh, okay. You guys are talking about that. So, uh, who's the leader of the dwarf community? Warp Day? I know. I don't know. That's what was kind of funny when Disney said they reached out to the community. I'm like, did you really? <laughs> did you really? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But I'm just kind of wondering if they already were having people that were going to cast. Well, hopefully, if that if that is the case, that they they actually you know had um, dwarf actors come in and they actually cast them in there, and now they're not going to go with that part of the story, and they're going to make them these creatures that I'm, I'm assuming going to be uh, mocap or in some kind of cost. I don't know. Hopefully, they keep those same people because that would suck if like Peter Dinklage just caused some people to get to lose a, a job for a Disney movie. That would suck. Hopefully that's not what happened. So that's why I was kind of like, e- Peter, are you easy there a little bit? Maybe, I don't, uh, all right. But we'll see what happens. I, I, I don't really care for the live action Disney movies, to be honest. Um, I, there's, I haven't even seen them all. I don't, I don't think I saw Beauty and the Beast or Cinderella. Aladdin was better than I thought it was going to be. I actually like Dumbo the most, and that was the one that didn't make any fucking money. I was like, what the hell, man? I thought that was the most unique live-action Disney movie because it felt like a Tim Burton movie. None of the other ones have felt like those directors' movies, really. So everything just felt like, okay, Jungle Book was good, but, you know, it's just Disney just adding flesh to it. Lion King was just boring. (laughs) It was like, that wasn't really anything, to be honest. I thought Lion King was just dull and boring. Um, But I thought Dumbo was unique. It felt like a Tim Burton movie. They added more to the story. It just felt like it just had a little bit more to it. Nobody wanted to fucking see it. Aladdin didn't feel like a Guy Ritchie movie. I mean, there was like one point where it kind of did, but then it just really didn't feel like a Guy Ritchie movie. So, So, I don't know. Who knows? But uh, we'll see what happens with it. But yes, no more Snow White. It's just going to be called Snow White. Uh, some pro- someone's going to have a problem with that too. We're in 2020. 2020 they're like, really? She's going to be called Snow White? White? Seriously? Um, I'm offended. White? Get at. I I, I got to go. I, I'm just you know I got to go to my safe space. Okay, white. Seriously, in snow. Snow is also white. I'm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Anyways, over all that. (laughs) It's not progressive enough. Come on, come back. There we go. All right, let's go to the Twitter questions right here. Yeah. 
Uh, boop, not that. Twitter questions. All right, where was I? Uh, oh, crap. Nope, that's not it. Where am I at here? Go to the profile, you dummy. There you go. I'm trying to find it here. All right, let's go to these Twitter questions. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't watched any of the live-action remakes. Yeah, I mean, like I said, watch Dumbo. See what you think about that one. Jungle Book's pretty good. Um, all right, so here's Twitter questions right here. Edward, hey Dave. So with last night's question, I ask. It's apparently said it is the Flash film being tested, screened. Which ah, I'm I'm still iffy on that. Black Adam was uh, test screened alongside Shazam two a week before Christmas. If true that it's uh, screening tomorrow, I hope Affleck's death scene isn't leaked. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I don't know. According to my information, it's probably not. But then again, who knows when it comes to this shit? I don't know if it's being test screened for like, I don't know. It's weird. Anyways, uh, Ryan, I'm a sucker for hot. Aren't we supposed to get an uh, Eve, Ava Longoria directed Flame and Hot movie starring Tony Shalala? Yeah, about the origin, the Flame and Hot Cheetos soon. I, yeah, I don't know. Wow. Pepper Puffs. Those sound good. Sounds amazing. Donut Undercover. The other, uh, what other villains would you like to see in the Batman uh, series? Well, like I said last night, I wouldn't mind seeing a Mister Freeze. I wouldn't mind. I want to see a Mad Hatter. Um, and then even just going back to the whole Phantasm talk, bring the fucking Phantasm into the whole into the mix. Why not? It's dark, the fog and shit. I mean, come on, it could be pretty cool. VF. Uh, do you think Ray Fisher has a chance to be cast in Rebel Moon? Yeah. Yeah. He's got a chance. I mean, wouldn't put it past it. Cooper Knox. Since the Batman has some Nirvana inspiration, does that mean we'll be getting a Weird Al parody down the line? <laughs> uh, I mean, he did do a Star Wars parody uh, in, when the, the prequels came out. Legend. Are we just Are we just in an alternate universe? We could be. Something happened, something shifted, and we're in this crazy fucking crazy pandemic alternate universe. Let's go back to the universe where they didn't fuck with Zach's shit. Well, we didn't get a virus from a bat or whatever the hell it came from, and we're just still, uh, we're still all happy, and, you know, we're only partly miserable. What is this? Uh, we know who he is. No, I am. No, I am. No, I am. No, I am. He's got a good bat voice. I think Pattinson has a pretty good bat voice. I mean, it's better than Bale's, right? <laughs> he must have friends. Bale's voice was good when he wasn't yelling. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, like, when it came to Dark Knight, he just, he got really good. But, I mean, when it came to Batman Begins, it was pretty good. Where are the other drugs going? Sorry, if I blasted your ears right now. Swear to me. Yeah, so. Uh, but I think Batten, I think Pattinson has a pretty good bat voice, so. I think it's good. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you guys for uh, spending some time with me, talking some movies and nerdy shit as per usual. Um, like I said, you members, look uh, look for the uh, the link for the members-only post-show stream. You can pick my brain a little bit after the show right here. Look forward to that. Make sure if you want to become a member, just hit that join button. But also smash that like thumbs up. Do that. Join, like I said, you got the Patreon right there if you want to join that pirate ship, trying to put some more exclusive stuff on there. And then, of course, uh, when it comes to uh, the film Junkie Closet, 
It's got some shirts underneath there, all that stuff. All right, members, I'll see you soon. And everybody else, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Talk to you later. Mm-hmm.